Welcome to Awake TV. So today, soon that I'm gonna talk about imprinting and ascension. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to Awake TV. Sorry, guys, I'm having a camera problem, so I be um off camera. It just doesn't let me. Um, but today. We, Sue and I, are going to talk about imprinting and the uh, ascension. I recently went through this, and then I think this is a great idea, and Sue has been wanting to talk about this topic, and this is a good idea to share about this so we can uh, help you guys to further your ascension process. So... Um, First, could you could you start telling me, Sue, like what you wanted to share about this topic? Sure, sure. So, um, as I may have said before, I've been trained in uh, Dolores Cannon's QHHT quantum healing hypnosis technique. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then beyond quantum healing with Candice Corrock Goldman. Well, one of Dolores's, uh, and it's in several of her books, I believe. Um, principles about doing quantum healing sessions with people is understanding that sometimes the lifetimes that they go to during a session um, may be an imprint. And she talks about in her books how, uh, why, why a soul would choose an imprint. What it is, is it's a lifetime that wasn't necessarily one you've lived, uh, like say in your past, when we say past lives, it's not a lifetime that you lived, but you've been imprinted um, the information before incarnating into your baby body. And the reason for it is that um, you want to achieve certain things in a lifetime that you're going into, but um, you don't want to live this other lifetime before you do it. So in a sense, it's like you're kind of in a hurry as a soul, you want to get to it. So you take an imprint of another soul's lifetime that they've already lived, which is all in the Akashic records. And you put that information, it is put into you and you accept it as part of your memories. Uh, for example, if you wanted to be in the upcoming lifetime, you're, you're planning on becoming a big leader of a country, say. Um, but in your soul's journey, you haven't yet taken a leadership role. You may want to imprint uh, a lifetime of, say, of like maybe JFK or Queen of Sheba. I don't know. I can't think of a good example, but a good leader alexander the great whatever um with strong uh, uh, belief in themselves and the ability to articulate uh their points of view and pre present information because you know these are leadership qualities um so you would take the imprint from that person um and bring it into your own uh fabric tapestry memory of your soul so it would be just like your soul had that journey. It would be remembered as your own, but um, it's actually an imprint. And <clears throat> what I wanted to tell you guys about that is um, several of the 
sessions that I had for myself uh, in quantum healing, I had sessions done for me, or I do swap sessions with people. Um, I was made aware of two lifetimes. Uh, well, actually three, but I won't get into all that. It's a long story. Um, one of them, I was an Irish man who had a mail service type thing. Um, during the times in England, um, when it was very dangerous for you to covert with your fellow Irish and um, pass messages to each other and all that. If you got caught by the state, you know, the English would imprison you, kill you, draw and quarter you, eviscerate you. Very dangerous, right? So anyway, I went through that lifetime and I thought that was interesting because it just didn't feel like me. I mean, it was me in, in the session, but it wasn't me. And then another one, I was this little guy in Texas um, who ran a tavern. I didn't own it, but I was the bartender and I could see the both sides of the law versus the bad guys, you know, like not all bad guys were bad and not all lawmen were good. Um, so anyway, in another session, I found out, you know, these were imprinted lives and it was to help me to see in this, in the work that I do that um, not all people, or, or even in my lifetime, not all people that pretend to be for good or for justice are really just. And not all people that are given the moniker of bad guy are bad, right? So that these times that we're in with the conspiracy uh, information that's coming out, the truthers, all of that, it really kind of fits in with that um, these times what's happening now and yeah. I could see why I would have imprinted those lives on my soul uh so that I could understand it when it came to to these times I don't know if I'm being really clear I'm stumbling on my words a little bit but um so there's always a reason why a soul would choose to imprint a lifetime onto their memory and into their Akashic record um but in a way, it doesn't surprise me because if we talk about unity consciousness and we are all one and all information from every lifetime that's ever had been or will be is uh, goes to source, right? It's just information. Then why wouldn't it be available to all of us? Yeah. What, are your, what are your thoughts on imprinting? Um, imprinting is a time-saving, a great process because I'm a great believer of saving time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I do want to add about imprinting that uh, um, it's not just we imprint this information before we come here. Sometimes I don't like that word ancestral curse or bloodline curse or karma thing because um, we do inherit, especially the emotion is very strong. Uh, it, it tend to have a negative emotion like sadness or fear or anger or whatever, all this feeling, like let's say your ancestor felt. Like I recently came across this feeling that last episode I was talking about, yeah, I finally, uh, you know, stop buying into these external forces. And I was thinking this external forces idea is coming from me. Of course, 
you know, a week later, I was working myself and then came to me that my, uh, my great-grandfather, who I never met, you know, um, he, he served this country as a, in the military and everything, I'm proud of him, but I never met him, you know, uh, I don't know him. I don't know what kind of life he really had, you know, so I never ever connected emotional imprinting means your, your emotion, you think you are, whatever the belief you are holding onto as yours, which is borrowed as Bashar says. And then these emotions or traumas uh, imprinted through your cellular memories because your cells hold on to the memories of your ancestors, not just their parents. But I never connected my dog because I never met this person. And then my grand, my grandfather, I never met him because he died early, you know, and then family wasn't really talking much about him. So I never connected dog. And then also my grandmother's father, which is my grandfather's uh, wife's father-in-law, right? I never met this guy either, but he was holding such a huge uh, traumatic energy of uh, like financial energy, like, and then both of them had the, such a, I guess, uh, Hollywood movie-like life, you know? But once, when you never met the person, and then when their immediate family, means direct family, didn't seem pass down those characteristics. You know, my grandmother was a happy-go-lucky person, so I never connected that. Like I inherited something, right? And then my father was, you know, happy-go-lucky person too. Life of the party, everyday positive, you know. So you don't really think about, oh, some traumatic emotional thing passed down, like jump through one generation or come to me or whatever. So you think that's yours, but I, I discovered that's not mine. So it was time I was, I split, stripped that emotion thinking that's not mine. That was step one. And then step two, I realized I borrowed that emotion through my cellular memory. And I was thinking that's mine, but come to think about it, that wasn't mine. That was imprint, like emotional imprinting, um, which was, which was my soul contract. Yeah, and why? Why? Tell everybody why. Um, so without disclosing too much about my personal information, so you know when. No, you I mean, I mean about the soul contract. What was that mission? Tell them about that. Oh, soul contract was when you, let's say, you have to go through something in this life, right? Something. Um, big something contributing to the society but um to prepare for you to be successful by doing that mm -hmm. if the ancestral imprinting uh is there already 
you don't have to go through their traumatic experience in your life to mm -hmm. learn it and overcome because your emotion is already there with you. Mm -hmm. So you all you have to do is recognize that's not yours and then recognize it's theirs and then let go. So you already overcame when you connect the dot. Yeah, and then what happens when you overcome it? What happens to the lineage? It's it's clear everything, like a past life line, ancestral line, and the future ancestral line. So you are the breaker of the, uh, you know, you you bringing light into the or higher frequency. I don't like using ancestral cars or karma thing because you know. Well, hear. some people like to call it ancestral clearing, and and I'm okay with that term. But um, yeah, ancestral the, clearing, ancestral yeah. clearing. So yeah. you, you know, uh, light worker or star sheet are especially not assigned. You decided to take this role. And then it's a part of the soul contract because a lot of times we born into the blood family, which got nothing to do with our soul lineage. Okay, you may share one or two person who come from same star or whatever, but the point is you choose the darkest, you know, darkest lineage because you are the light. And then you can break all these bloodline or patterns or whatever. You are the one who is breaking. You are the first one who is breaking it. And then I made a content like this before, but I actually went through that experience like this week. And then it was a profound found experience. And then it is important to share because, you know, a lot of times you ask to yourself or you tell your higher self or your spiritual team or whoever, or even to God, why do I have to experience this? Especially you didn't do anything to experience something. You can't figure out the origin of where these feelings are coming from. So there's like no event or a thing that you went through in your life and you can't pinpoint why you're even feeling that way. That might be a sign. Or feeling or event like uh, you know people are gonna always say cause and effect karma but you don't really pinpoint you can't really pinpoint why you are experiencing it like you know in the significant manner mm -hmm. you know you might and then you say uh-huh this is a part of the soul contract because we have to take over the body of people the person mm -hmm. to born here so there's always energetic exchange so when you decided to point to the particular family, which is contributing your purpose for your mission, then you got to pay for it, you know? And the part of the payback as you, because you know you can do it, is to clearing your ancestral lines. I just think that's a really important point to make to folks is that um, it, it really is a courageous thing for a soul to take on the clearing of lineages um and a lot of us did okay and you know so that goes back to our discussions i don't know a year or two ago about um the victim mentality versus personal power um once you start realizing how strong you are in the fact that you even took on the role of trying to change and clear the whole lineage um 
then that's when you move into personal power and you don't even need to know why you feel this way. Um, it's good to know why. And if you can figure it out, you know, go within and meditate, get a session, you know, quantum healing session, a healing session with Erica, you know, that's fine. I'm not saying don't get help, but I'm saying, um, you know, if you're resonating with what we're saying and there's something that's always gone on with you and you cannot put a finger on it, you can't figure out where this fear came from or where this, um, this behavior of, you know, always uh, feeling like you're going to be sabotaged or, or you can't ever have financial prosperity or you're never going to have a partner in your life that treats you well. You know, if that's kind of something that's gone on in your life and you uh, can't figure out the origin of it, maybe your parents had a great relationship. So why would I think I couldn't have one, right? It could be a lineage thing. Um, it's a huge um it's a huge journey to take on for a soul to come in and clear for others. And um, so recognize how powerful you are, everybody. Um, just by answering and attending to your own uh, feelings and, and um, dramas and your own health, your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, that in itself is helping clear lineage. Um so it's a big job, um, but you're all capable of it. And, um, you know, hopefully you'll understand that if, even if you've gone, you know, to 10 sessions and you can't find the origin of something, maybe that's what it is. It's a, it's a, uh, imprint. Yeah, definitely. Because this outside external thing, because, I was thinking because stuff happened in the past, you know, with my um, project and stuff like that. I did have a seems like credible, you know, cause why, but the origin of it, when you come to think about it, this feeling of outside influences, you know, something, something gonna happen always, right? Where did it come from? I could never pinpoint. Mm -hmm. And that was imprint from uh, you know person I never met like ancestors yeah I had I had heard that we do carry um every time we incarnate we we carry the ancestral line of whatever our genetics are because that comes in the codes um and it's kind of a daunting thing for me to think about I don't know how you feel about it but when I first heard that I was like what the fuck that's a that's a lot to carry around. I mean, yeah. <laughs> when you think about how long humanity's been coming, uh, incarnating, that's, that's a lot. Um, and then at the same time, um, I think it helps us to understand that a, uh, we are all one because we carry probably the experience of the all within our DNA too. And, um, I think the other purpose of it is it helps us have compassion for what everybody else is going through. You know, the person that's behaving badly or doing horrendous things, it's hard to have compassion when you look at the behavior. But if you can think about um, ancestral treatment of people, and especially people from certain areas of the globe who, you know, during certain time periods, some people were slaves, some people were hated just because of their belief system. And, you know, they carry all that around. And um, 
you know, some people don't handle it very well. They behave badly from all that pain, all that trauma that's accumulated all of these years and uh, generations. Generational dysfunction is probably, in my opinion, one of the most difficult things that all societies have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Generational dysfunction. Yeah. Great grandma treated grandma, you know, like this. And then grandma treated mom and dad like this. And then mom and dad treated me like this. Who breaks the cycle? Well, the one to break the cycle is the one who can recognize that that's how it works and, and make a different decision. You make a different choice. You say, I'm not going to keep the cycle going. Mm-mm. I know that's how they did it. And I know that's how their people before them did it. And I know that's how the other ones did it. But guess what? We're in different times now. We're not in survival mode anymore. I mean, most of us, some of us are in survival mode. I get that. But um, you can still treat people differently, even though you're struggling. And that's personal choice. That's personal power. Yeah. So you know, some of you guys ask, like, how do you know the difference? So after you go through all sorts of healings and all sorts of meditation and everything, just like Sue said, you can think of, and then it's still there, you know? That's probably a good indication you borrowed this belief from someone, you know, in your ancestral lines. And then when you create, you kind of like giving them a gift, but they give you the gift because you created these obstacles in your life for you to be successful for whatever the life purpose you're doing. So once you overcome it, it's done. And then once you recognize that is not yours, that is not your authentic part of who you are or a core part of who you are, you are done with it. And then yeah. once I was done with it, I did thank both of them, you know, my ancestor, great uh, grandfather and great, great grandfather. I thanked both of them. I never met them, but I'm pretty sure they heard me, you know, my, my gratitude because they are helping me to save my time. So I don't have to go through the, the, what they experienced in order to not to get it, but in order to su- succeed. Hell, so yeah. they did it before me and then I kind of cheated, you know, <laughs> time-wise. It's so. funny when you say cheated because um, in the one session I had with my friend in Sweden, uh, we were working on a book together, and um, so we were doing these sessions, and uh, the topic of uh, imprinting came up. I think I asked the question, and uh, his, one of his higher selves was working with us that day, and um, his name is I Am One, because he, he won't identify as an individual, you know, as a collective, and um, which is great, and so he gets kind of cheeky when he talks to us and he goes, well, I said, so why would one imprint a lifetime before they come into their incarnation? He goes, well, some of you are just in a hurry. <laughs> he, <laughs> said, he said, you have a lot on your mind, a lot of things you want to accomplish and you don't want to have to wait. So you just, you hit the easy, he didn't say easy button, but you, you take the imprints and you get going 
<laughs> it yeah. just made me laugh a little remembering about that because he was just so matter of fact. It's like, well, you're in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, people are saying with the ascension and the energies that are coming in. And um, by the way, I don't like the word ascension. I prefer the word remembrance. We're, we're going through remembrance of who we are. So that's just a little snafu with me. But so as we're going through our ascension and remembering um, <clears throat> the energies that are coming in to support us and the ones that we're reaching for by raising our vibration is making things go faster. And um, at least that's how I feel about it. And I talked to some other people and it kind of feels like things are happening quicker now it seems like you know like in the 70s when I was a kid a year took forever it just took forever and you know for any real change to happen politically or socially or anything it just was like molasses right not anymore we're seeing changes quite rapidly and um so it makes even more sense that uh people souls would choose imprinting um whether it be like you said, you know, a, a genetic, uh, physical, uh, or emotional um, thing that we were imprinting or carried the imprint of, or imprinting a complete life into our um, soul record, it makes sense why we would do that because the, the energies are speeding up. You know, there's no time to waste, and not that there is time, but you know what I'm saying. We, we're on missions here. We're not here to. Um, to spend maybe four more lifetimes to get from point A to point B. We want yeah. to get from point A to point B and we're, and we're ready to get going on it. Um, we came here with missions. So you light workers out there realize um, <laughs> once you stop taking your family dramas and your traumas and all these, and I'm not making light of them, but I'm saying understand that this is part of your training program to remember who you are and go, I can do anything. I'm ultimately powerful. I can overcome anything. Nothing is standing in my way. If I have this goal that I want for myself and I go ahead and I just proceed and do it anyway, even though I might be afraid or even though everybody in my family tells me I'm going to fail or everybody tells me I'm foolish because why am I doing this or what makes you think you're good enough to do this? You know, those kind of things. If you just press forward anyway, like Erica said, once you press forward and you get past it, it's not going to plague you anymore. You've done what you came here to do. You've overcome it. And that helps your whole lineage. Yeah. And then um, your soul contract, the ones you, I don't like using that debt, but let's say it's a, always exchange. So you borrow the body, you borrow the bloodline, everything. So you can reside in this body. You're rent, renting it, you know, you're renting it. So renting it costs money. So we can't really pay for it, but you paid energetically. So once you clear the bloodline and become your authentic self, you can always be your authentic self, even with having that body after you are, you've done it. And then just because you come from a particular bloodline or family or whatever, don't ever think you are one of them. You know, most of the time when you're a light worker or a starseed, 
you may find one or two members, they might be coming from your soul family, but a lot of times, you know, you feel like a black sheep of the family. And there's a reason why, because mm -hmm. if you go into your fellow star sheet of six of them, you're not going to accomplish anything. <laughs> yeah. In the future generations, it will happen because, you yeah. know, our future generation of kids are most likely born from the star family parents or light worker parents or stuff like that. But we're talking about present time who are already adults. The you shift know? is, um, and, and I keep hearing, you know, through channels and my own um, guides, you know, this is like never happened before on earth. The earth has been destroyed and recreated a number of times because mankind just kept fucking it up. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've had reboots, um, but uh, this has never happened before on earth where this kind of transformation and in, in, is happening for the whole for the whole world for everybody and um so we're here it's very special very special there were probably souls that uh you know didn't get to get in on this shtick and had to they're out in space watching on the sideline which is i'm sure cool and fun for them but we get to be here and some people are like oh no thanks you know <laughs> mm. i don't know why i signed up for this but truly uh it is an opportunity that is unlike so many other opportunities out there in in all the different universes that a soul could have an experience and truly this earth is very beautiful there's you know if you if you look around and you search for the good stuff hunt the good stuff because as difficult as it is sometimes there's so much beauty here and and there's so many beautiful people here too um, and I think we lose sight of that sometimes. We, we lose sight. It's good for us to collaborate. It's good for us to talk with each other and share stories because we're, we're in this together. Um, but realize, there, you know, even the people that aren't here on the mission, there's some really beautiful souls here too. You know, hunt the good ones. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like, even those of you who wants to go home and, you know, don't like here, once you experience it, you, you never, you know, you'll never experience the same thing again. It's, it's always your decision. What do you want to do after this life? Mm -hmm. So no one is forcing you to do, oh, you got to live this life or even born to earth or anything. But while we are here, enjoy it you know i'm not saying enjoy the suffering right even that it's up to your choice you can always down with it you know, you know i gotta tell you though i i don't enjoy suffering neither does anybody i don't think but i mm -hmm. i am grateful for the times that i have suffered because um it's kind of like when you're trying to take iron and turn it into steel uh, it has to go through the fire, has to go through the forge, and it has to be hammered on, you know, to be made into the certain whatever you're trying to make out of it. And uh, but once that steel has been forged and it's been cooled down, excuse me, um, it's so very, very strong and powerful and useful. And uh, so I, I don't enjoy the difficult times. I've just been through one myself. Um, you know, two weeks ago it started and then I've been working through it. Um, 
And I had some really great realizations through the pain. Um, I'm still grateful for it because I keep getting stronger and stronger. Well, remembering my strength, remembering that it's personal power and I am creating this, um, this reality. And when other people watch your strength, it strengthens them too. It gives them courage. Yeah, so, like you go through it, you know, uh, then other people say, I can do it too. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. You know, you don't even know that certain people might be watching you, um, but they are. And even if, even if they know nothing about your story, but they see you walking in your power, there's, there's an energy about us when we're feeling powerful. That reflects on every single person you walk by, that you meet, that you talk to, that you ask for change, or you put in an order at the drive-thru. I mean, it, it, it's like dropping a pebble in the pond and the ripple effect. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, um, even like difficulty and the hardship and the suffering, it, it, it does have a meaning right yeah. it's like 3d 4d thing and then when we are we're the front runner once we shift we will not experience the same thing right you know so it's it's not going to continue forever especially you decided to strip off everything which is not who you are because we are ultimately abundant and we are ultimately love uh, we are ultimately connected with Prime Creator, and we have army of angels and army of guide and star families around us. We are never alone. So, you know, it's just um, any experience is never going to be forever. It's like always beginning to end. And then one of the key factor to end it is you have to make a decision to end this experience. I'm not saying so you can change it, right? Once you set the intention, okay, I'm sick of this experience or whatever the experience you're having. And then you make set the intention, I'm done with it. That is opening up the um, door, how you wanna change it, how, your team are gonna bring you the solution. Could be taking the session with us, could be anything, right? So, mm -hmm. you know. And do, and do some cognitive behavioral therapy with yourself. You know, the, when the old internal voice comes in and goes, well, I, I, I can't do that because, you know, if I'm successful, something's just gonna come in and destroy it. You go, I can do it because it's gonna work out really well. And even if it doesn't, I'm gonna have fun doing it. Um, or I'm going to be happy that I tried, All right? So change the can't to a can, change the something bad's going to happen to something really good's going to happen. Even if it isn't money or success, it's, hey, I did this thing. I'm going to feel really good about the fact that I did it. Um, do change those words in your mind, because remember, words hold energy. And the more we speak things, it's our, uh, it's our magic spell we're, we're 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 setting up and creating our belief systems by the words that we use and so if you say something often enough eventually it becomes your truth so be careful yeah. of your words and and change them you catch yourself when you're doing it you know going into those old fears or old dogmas and uh flip it around 
Mm -hmm. And also, you know, um, if you don't believe it because all of your family couldn't do it, just become friend with people who has done it. That's so a great you have tip. Evidence of other people done it. There's no difference between you and the other person. We are you are both human being, right? Same brain. Uh, we all got 24, 24 hours per per day. Right. Yeah, I like that. They say we're kind of the sum of the top three people or five people we hang out with. So I, I really love that advice. That's great. I'm going to use that too. <laughs> yeah, do that. Because, you know, you're always going to say, if that person can do it, I can do it too. Yeah. And then after you overcome with it, you are becoming that person. You, you, you know, help you to overcome. You become that person to help other people to overcome. Yeah. So you guys are already doing service by living your life. Exactly. Two minutes, my dear. Uh, any final words? Um, just stay present and then keep on observing who, who am I really, you know? Mm -hmm. Once you started knowing that, you become more powerful. More you become who you are, more powerful you will be. Because yeah. a lot of stuff is borrowed. And you think that was yours and never being yours to begin with. And yeah. I completely wholeheartedly agree with Bashar who said that. Because I've been through that, you know. Yeah, me too. Agreed. Good stuff. All righty. So Sue and I going to. Ex, uh, not experience the uh, bring more interesting topic next week and uh, i see you guys on camera definitely next time <laughs> so thank you so much for watching please share like subscribe we see you guys next time bye, bye. thank you so much for listening please share like subscribe and we see you guys next time Bye.